Excuse me. Welcome, everyone. I am so happy you're joining us for our 21-day meditation challenge, Perfect Health. Over the next 21 days, we're going to explore the many ways we can all start to take control of our own health and well-being. So beginning today, in week one, we prepare ourselves for perfect health and gain a greater understanding of what our bodies and minds are capable of. In our second week, we learn techniques that help us invite balance into our lives. And then in week three, we're going to integrate all of these techniques so that we can truly begin to live perfect health. I'll be doing it along with you. So make yourself comfortable as Deepak begins to share with us his many years of experience and wisdom in this exciting field of mind-body medicine. And then we'll enjoy our very first meditation together. This podcast has been brought to you by... Alcohol! Mind Eraser! Sascola! I don't remember anything! Uh, hi, and welcome to PortableChicken.com Shotgun Therapy, episode 15. The fight in 15! Fighting 15! number yeah okay i figure it's a good good way to kind of get into it well the good news is the next couple will be really easy so 16 is what sweet 16 and 17 is what sweet 17 um (laughs) wait um okay i don't know about 17 but she was only 17 it could be edge of 17 the edge of 17 yes like not quite legal to buy porn no, as in the Stevie Nicks song. As in the magazine. Uh, teen Beat? And then 18. <laughs> I finally get 18. the title Teen Beat. That makes sense now. <laughs> 18, you know. We're legal. Uh, I don't know. 24. We can rent a car now. <laughs> Something like <Joy>. that. <laughs> <laughs> so welcome to the Shotgun Therapy Podcast, your weekly source for strange news, events, and exploitation. <laughs> we are your mental brick a brock brick a brack brick a brack let's all say brick a brack it's it's fun brick a brack 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 too low <laughs> anyway uh in our new studio to my left oh that is me we're sitting in a different configuration this evening gentle listeners we have uh we have moved on up to some sweet new digs and as such i'm a little backwards right now <laughs> so i am on your left aren't i okay yeah, yeah. Uh, in case you haven't figured it out, for you regulars, this is the Notorious R.O.B. Ahoy hoy. And rocking the power t-shirt of Deutschland. The Reverend Alex. Alex The Shopkin. Reverend Alex. The Reverend Alex. That's amazing. Uh, actually, we are both reverends. Yes, we are. Rob, are you a reverend also? Should I be? We're going to have to correct that. <laughs> I've done two weddings. Are yeah. you guys, Are you, did you get like one of those licenses off the internet? Oh, a long time ago, yeah. Oh, Wow. I wonder if I still have my original certificate. I paid for that. <laughs> you actually printed the. Wow. You actually had to print the sucker up. Oh, yeah. That helps <laughs> narrow down my search of potential reverends. Should that blessed day come, 
Oh, I've got, I've got where players. a knot, where a knot is to be tied. <laughs> yeah, we we seem to have quite a few reverends. Uh, yeah. Well, remember, uh, remember our plan for the wedding party. We just ran out of hall. Anybody who wants to get married, yeah. Yeah, we we decided we we're going to get a whole house full of people drunk, and then as they all show up, we we eventually get them married when they got drunker. So we just kind of pair them up and then make them sign the certificate. This is a terrible idea. <laughs> and they say and they say I'm destroying the sanctity of marriage. Listen to you two. We also uh there was also uh, the ambitious shotgun or uh, sorry, the shot confessional. Ah, yes. Which was a uh, Koozie's bar grilling confessional. Yeah, it that was a moment of genius. It was basically uh confess a sin, take a jello shot. I think that's a wonderful idea. I'm back on board. <laughs> Do you remember? I cheated on my boyfriend. He's right behind <laughs> <I> you. <know. laughs> oh, no. yeah! It was. It was. Oh, uh, no. There were some intense moments that night. It was like Jello shot confessions. <laughs> My God, that sounds like a bad reality show waiting to happen. And then we woke up the next morning with a manhole cover. <laughs> I'm not kidding. About I think that, that was another got drunk and played chess against that Russian. That was. Yep, pretty sure. <laughs> I rem- uh, do you remember when uh, the party got broken up, we moved it to another place, and then my friend threw up in the couch? No. In the <laughs> in the couch? Yeah, he uh, he decided that everybody was making too much noise. He got the spinnies, stuck his head in the, uh, stuck his head inside the couch, and he threw up all inside it. Ew. However, however, most, uh, we racked up the most miles uh, people have come for a party. That's good. Yeah, that's good. Cumulative. Yeah, well, we had we had two people from uh, two people fly in from Texas, a bunch of people from Minnesota. Um, I think we had uh, I think we had Washington State represent on this one, but people flew in for this party. Yeah, there's quite a few. Yeah, I recall that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Strange, Rob, you are really quiet tonight. I am. I'm sorry. I'm I'm listening. I'm being an attentive listener. I am working on my listening skills. That is not you. That is not the Rob I know. Oh, all right. I'll just shoot first. Ask questions later. <laughs> That's what he said. Ask oh, questions about yeah. oh. Hey, oh. oh boy. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Well, we could just go straight into news. Straight into news. Sure. Ask the gay guy to go straight. Into go straight into news, Rob. What's new? It's one of the. It's one of the few things I would go straight for is the news. In an attempt to try and make 3D printing a thing still, they're still trying to make it a thing. It's a thing. It's a, They're trying to make it a thing. It is a thing. I've seen it work. It's, like, in person. It's marvelous. Uh, they sell it at the Microsoft store, which pretty much means it's about as far from an actual thing as I could possibly get right now. Well, yeah, but at our design <laughs> conference last year, and then it's on the books again for this year, they have um, a 3D printing session, and it's wicked cool. I, I, did, I, I played with one back in high school. Like, I made a, a little... X-Wing Starfighter out of a resin 3D printer. Wait, in high school? Mm Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that 3D printing was around. Mm -hmm. University of Nebraska-Lincoln. Then. (laughs) Yeah, we were doing that in college. Yeah. (laughs) Then. And it's still not a thing. (laughs) Until we get laser imaging at home so that people could take pictures of their cocks in full 3D. That's, uh, 3D printing will not make it in the mass market. Or until I can actually trust it to hang something on the wall. Because I feel like that, that like the MakerBot stuff, I don't think it's a good enough product. You go play with that, it's it's just not sturdy enough. I'm just saying, teledildonics. This is the first sign that you've got a uh, you've got a viable product. Especially with computers. Facebook, 
teledildonics. Because because right now it's worth uh, and yeah, they're a little too sharp right now too, huh? Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So right now you can you can print up a little interesting art project like people are put, printing up 3D memes like the Success Kid and Bad Luck Brian and all that sort of stuff. Uh, but this is this is the this one takes the cake I think this week. There is now doctors' offices that are allowing you to make a 3D printing of your unborn child. Oh wow! That's oh my god! I'm not you sure. can hold the lightweight version of the fetus in your hand. I'm not sure how I feel about that. Right. Ow. Right. You hurt me. You hurt it's, me. It's, I mean, I get the sentiment behind it, but the practicality of it is just... I feel you need to release your frustrations. Here's a 3D printed child. <laughs> Here's a 3D printing of your onboard child. <laughs> I just can't... I mean, you get enough pictures of children now as it is. Can you imagine like going over to someone's house, they hand you the copy of the fetus? Or, I mean, even weirdly, can you imagine, like, being a kid and, like, mom's probably not going to want to let go of the 3D printed copy of the fetus. So, growing up, you've got, like, every stage of your pregnancy hanging out in the room with you? I, I, I go back well, to my Well, this took a dark point. turn. No, I, I go back to my original point until 3D laser imaging happens at home. Uh, 3D printing is not going to really take, uh, take off. Also, I want a 3D printing of my shoes. <laughs> are those your shoes? No, those are an exact representation of my shoes. This is a perfect replica of the shoes I owned in 2007. <laughs> and uh, on happier news in science, it was uh, brought up this week that Google X did in fact try and make a hoverboard. Oh. They came oh. close. They came close. Define close. Uh, they, they did figure out the magnetic coefficient to be able to make the thing the right size for Back to the Future 2 made the hoverboard too heavy to actually work. Mm. So they scrapped it until they could get cheaper pieces. Well, I mean, at least they kind of know what to correct to get them, you know, back on track. So Google's working on it. Hey, good job, Google. Now, what about 3D Jaws? Yeah. So we got Where do we stand on 3D Jaws? 3D, 3D hologram Jaws. Yes, this uh, this 3D picture of the fetus. Can I also have that as a shark? Question, question. <laughs> Yes, 3D holographic shark in the back. Um, I'm looking for a 3D printing of me so that I can admire myself. Can I? Can I get that? Good. Good luck with that, shark. Can, can you slide that over here on a hoverboard? Um. Okay. So uh, a few other things that kind of came up in the national news this week. Child psychologists want to uh, start prescribing drugs for something they call SCT, Sluggish Cognitive Tempo Disorder. Um, that's, that, is that an STD? SCT. But answer the question, goddammit. No, it is, <laughs> it is the, is the clinical term for daydreaming. Above? <laughs> I'm sorry, everybody daydreams. People daydream differently and at different intervals and about different things, but it's not a fucking disorder. It's part of the human condition to daydream. To me, to me, this is like right along the lines of trying to cure naps for children. Like, these kids right. are trying to sleep in the afternoon. What are you doing? They need a pet, they sluggish, need a I'm sorry, sluggish cognitive tempo yes. disorder? Yes. Uh, daydreaming. Okay, I was going to say, the fact that you're daydreaming means that you're cognitive processes are working they're just not focusing on the task at hand i dream i'm a spaceman for some reason johnny is not focusing on his algebra four how old is johnny he is three yeah exactly I'm like i'm sorry man. kids daydreaming can actually be very productive for kids i think because 
I mean, obviously, if it gets to be a problem and if their, you know, grades are suffering as a result or their behavior is affected as a result, obviously, that's one thing. But seriously, who didn't? I mean, all of you listening out there and all of us sitting here, I'm pretty sure we can vouch for the fact that every so often we would just gaze out the window when we were little and just think about, God, anything like what we wanted to be when we grew up or or what we were hoping we were going to like have for dinner that night or do that weekend or um, just your friends or just i don't if, know if anything. anything else if anything else i think i'd want a drug that makes me daydream more now <laughs> <laughs> i think they already make a drug <laughs> so so what i find interesting about this is that they're they're trying to prescribe the same types of drugs for daydreaming that they are for adhd i think the american amphetamine market is going to be right because I'm if, if you if you want amphetamines now all you got to do is go find like a 12 year old and and you already have a drug dealer right like yeah. i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure i've been offered drugs from a 16 year old before like hey man i've got like extra bottles of this and like uh what i just think i just think it's symptomatic of the american tendency lately to over Overdiagnose and overprescribe. I mean, I think they're taking things that are just not necessarily problems, but are just inherent in what makes us human, and they're trying to a make it a problem and b fix it for profit. It's it's. I don't think they they even necessarily care if if kids daydream or not. They just want to sell some fucking pills. I think it's ridiculous. I, I think what they're trying to do is they're trying to crash my twelve year old dealer's drug market. <laughs> well, yes, obviously that too. You can't profit when you don't pay taxes. <laughs> Oh, oh, they're going to get them on racketeering. 13-year-old racketeers. Racketeer. Racketeer. Oh, my God, I love the racketeer. <laughs> the Wait, rocketeer. I'm sorry, what? The racketeer racketeer. And <laughs> <laughs> run, and away. Wait, I was just trying Billy to think Campbell. Of Billy Campbell. Billy Campbell. Crap. I, I did stand in line last week for Voodoo Donuts. No! Uh, first first time ever. No! I, I um... Uh, we just and I went and ran the uh, the little half marathon over down the Platte River. Yes. And afterwards, we went to uh, that part is a yes. Streets of London, and we were drinking at Streets of London. That part is also a yes. Two dollar Bloody Marys, amazing place. Yes. And uh, then my my friend Mark and I got talked into going over and actually standing in line for Voodoo Donuts. Who who, who talked you all in? Uh, him and Lindsay were really interested in Voodoo. I see. Like the line is just kind of a, a thing, especially it's hypnotic as you're sitting there in Streets of London and just watching people line up. So, I finally we bit the bullet. We went. I I can't believe you sold out like that. I I just just tonight on the way over here went by there sure as shit. There's a line and I'm like, "Well, another week goes by that I do not stop in there. I refuse to wait in line for a donut." So, I, I can say that it took us 50 minutes total. We did time 50. it. 50. 50. 50 to make it all the way through. Practically an hour um, for a donut. Yep. Yep, I went and ran 13.1 miles and stood in line for half that time to go get a donut. <laughs> so, I'm sorry. Does this donut give you a happy ending or something? Why are people waiting for it? Uh, there's one Is I it believe, really that good? There's one you could use as a, as a butt cushion, I'm pretty sure, pretty easily. The Big Ass Texas. It was really good donuts. Uh, they are good fresh. I, I would say they're better fresh than anything else. And they're not that expensive, oddly. They're like a buck to two bucks each, with the exception of like the, the really expensive ones. Is like the one the size of a cake is like six. I do want I do want to try the, the one that's a voodoo doll. Uh, that one's okay. Uh, I, I like there's the grape one that's pretty good. I liked that one. There's the Miami Vice, which is like blue raspberry and <gasps> vanilla. Yeah, there's some good donuts. Like uh, the ODB uh, is Oreos, crushed Oreos with peanut butter. Uh, 
Yes. You're making me want to go over there and kick over some some you know line holder things and just. It was it was pretty good. To I, I was impressed, and and I found out actually this week. Apparently, kids are sk- skipping school to go stand in line and eat voodoo donuts. Oh my god, kids can't even skip school for cool reasons. And anymore. I'm not even talking like East High School buy voodoo donuts. I'm talking about people in uh, like down south in Parker. what kids in parker are skipping school to go stand in line to go get a donut i'm sorry that's so disappointing this generation continues to let me down (laughs) at least skip school and do something you know rebellious or possibly dangerous and fun don't skip school to stand in line standing in line is like the equivalent of sitting in class when we skipped school we went to the beach was always a fun thing. Yeah, see, come on. Like, yeah, do something. So don't, I, don't, I don't, I don't even no, know. No, no, that's just them being consumer whores. That's, that's basically... I'm a consumer whore. And yeah. how? <laughs> I was going to say, well, half of that is probably right. <laughs> well, and I didn't actually know this. Uh, so, Voodoo Donuts, good soundtrack, by the way, in there. Uh, mostly Wu-Tang Clan, uh, Biggie, oh. all hip-hop. You're it's making it hard to hate them. And uh, and they, you can get married in there. They have a chapel. It's part of the part of the standard thing. I don't know what the one in Colorado is. I know one has a Mr. T as like the the patron saint of the chapel, and there's there's random ones. Uh, but I'm I'm willing to find out. I'm, I'm, very I'm currently curious. I'm currently mentally rewriting my entire future dream, wherein one of you marries me <laughs> at fucking Voodoo Donuts with Mr. T, like giving his blessing to the union, and afterwards we eat giant donuts. Rob, do you have access to a color printer? I do. Excellent. So here's a plan. We're gonna go make a uh, make a huge poster that says Santeria's Donuts opening up next to Voodoo Donuts. <laughs> like, we're not gonna buy anything. We're just, yeah. we're just gonna put up the no, that's that's perfect. That famous pizza's out of there. So like, there's uh, the blank store, then Blush and Blue, and then Voodoo. So we could totally just buy that blank store and just put up all the posters. No, no, no. <laughs> I don't. I don't even say. I don't even say buy buy the store. Just put them outside. Just put them outside. Make them- <laughs> Santeria's Donuts? Santeria's Donuts. Why didn't you have this in mind like two weeks ago? We could have totally April Fool's them. Ah. Now they will not suspect. We were busy. We were busy, damn it. Yeah, we were. Kind of. Yeah, really fucking busy. Uh, So some local news. Uh, Coors Field, I I did go meet Steven for opening day uh, for the Rockies. Baseball season's back in effect. I'm sorry. Who did you go meet? Steven. Steve-o. Steven. Steve. Steven. Steve Arena. Steven. Steven. Steven with a PH. Steven. Uh, so Coors Field now has a rooftop. They do. I saw yeah. that. I'm going to be there on Friday. I'm going to I'm gonna sneak up there and check it out. So uh, like the rest of Lodo, rooftops are exploding all over the place this year. They uh, sure you know, are. View House has been up for about a year now, uh, making it the third major rooftop of the, the Lodo area, along with Tavern and Lodo's Bar and Grill. Mm-hmm. And uh, historians it, over on uh, First and Broadway, they have Broadway, a really nice. They have a really nice patio th- for that area. There's several going up on Broadway. Yeah. Uh, one over by the place called Broadways, across from uh, what's it called, Vinyl. Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's got a rooftop. Looks pretty good too. I'm I'm curious. Like just a lot of rooftops going up. So Coors Field decided to join the party and just add its own rooftop, uh, which features the Rio. The tavern also has some stuff there, and Oscar Blues of all places. Interesting, because Coors, Coors Field is already a Coors Brewery, which is where they first made Blue Moon, and now Oscar Blues is putting specialty taps up there with Oscar Blues food. Hmm. So yeah, Coors Field getting more features. I like the I like the sound of that. Further proof we don't really care about the baseball game; we just care about what's in the stadium. Hey, I care about the baseball game for at least a few innings. You were just debating a little bit ago whether or not you were rooting for the Phillies or the Rockies. 
I was. One is my, like, original hometown, and one is, you know, where I live right now. It's really, no one should ever have to make that choice. It's a Sophie's <laughs> choice. Come on! And and amazingly, in Denver, it's like, nobody cares about that with baseball. You can have two favorite teams. Like, you have your away team and you have your local team, because no one in Denver is, you know, from Denver. Oh, fair point. So everyone's like, oh, we love the Rockies and the Red Sox, or the Rockies and the Phillies, or the Rockies. And never the White Sox. Just never the White Sox. Never. That's that's the one thing we don't say. Or the Marlins. Oh, boo. Boo. (laughs) But Cubs, like there's definitely a lot of Cubs fans in town. You can always tell those are the games that sell out. Uh, There is a website out there. Have you guys seen, is it a fucking game day? I have. And I think that's incredible. (laughs) One of my coworkers was literally just this afternoon talking about that because uh, we ended up with a magnet with the season schedule on it. So we have it right on our fridge so that nobody can now be surprised when trying to leave for the day that they're stuck in traffic for who knows how long. Like, hey, it's a fucking game day. Because, I mean, you used to live by Coors Field. Yes, I did. And what happened to your cell phone reception every time there was a game? Zippo went down a blank. And that's after they added the new cell phone towers. Wow, like they that, that many people on their damn phones. Yeah, That's Alex actually had to buy a little impressive. repeater for his house. Like, you had to, to attach it to your modem, right? Yeah, the M-cell. <laughs> and so he could actually use his cell phone during a Rockies game. Wow. Yeah, baseball games. I had no shows. idea. Uh, so rooftop at Coors Field, Washington Park is considering an alcohol ban. What? Now, this is this is surprising in, in several ways. Because, one, Washington Park is, is uh, one of the most popular, I'd say probably the most popular park. Although Cheeseman's picking up right now. Like Cheeseman's definitely getting a lot more people than it used to. Uh, so Washington Park is definitely where you go go paddle boating, take the dog out, go play some tennis, go play some Quidditch, go pick play some volleyball, there. pick up a hooker. Um, Sounds like a good day I'm to me. I'm not shocked. <laughs> there's a lot of people. I mean, you jog around it all the time. Like, there's there's constantly people. Washington Park's one of those places where they have a 5K, and there's enough runners that aren't part of the 5K. They probably outnumber the people in the 5K. They just didn't realize there was a race that weekend. <laughs> it happens all the time. But it's it's a fun park. Uh, but oftentimes, you'll see people with a keg out there. And one of the first times I ever went to Wash Park, I remember seeing a couple people with a keg and a dog, and a policeman walked up to them and gave them a ticket. And we're like, oh, shit, they got busted. They're going to take away the beer. Nope, the ticket was because the dog was not properly leased. <laughs> That's Typical. why you have to leash the dog to the keg. Epic. <laughs> exactly. That Brilliant. Would... Dog kegger, right? Yeah. So this is normal for Wash Park to have everybody get drunk, go play volleyball, go do whatever else, head over to like South Pearl, get wasted again. And... Yeah, well, here's what I want to know then. What prompted this sudden kind of change of heart or mind or So this whatever? is the genius part, is Washington Park is also right by DU, just right across the highway with easy access, right? Pretty much. So you have college housing. You have people that have actually invested in their houses five, six years ago. And what the complaint was that finally brought this up to the Parks and Rec group was they're having drunk people show up in their neighborhoods. I'm sorry. Every neighborhood has drunk people. They can't possibly expect that to justify it. If if your zip code is in Denver proper, you have drunk people somewhere, right? Yeah. Um, That's not going to hold water. Well, and, and or booze. So, so this was the part that I actually found revolutionary about this news story was not the fact that they were trying to ban alcohol because okay, everyone's tried that sort of thing before, right? But I didn't realize only three two beer is legal in Wash Park. Yeah, that's a, it's true of all parks. It's only three two beer. Okay, I knew that because we've played slippery kickball in several parks around town, and as long as it's three two, they don't care. Has anyone ever seen anyone follow that rule? I, I don't know. I can't exactly measure the contents of everybody's cup, but... And I'm pretty sure the cops feel exactly the same way. Are we, yeah. uh, 
if that if the three two law goes into full effect, are we making boilermakers? Is that what we said? What we're saying here? <laughs> well, no. What's going Prohibition, on? Prohibition. I'm a bootlegger. Is is they already have uh, like three two beer is the only thing allowed right now, despite yeah. the fact everyone's carrying whatever they want in those parks anyway. I mean, I I've gone I've gone full margarita with blender in the park before, you know. Um, wait, wait, hold on. You got a blender in the park? Yeah. How the heck A portable, you... like, battery-powered blender? No, 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 no. You just plug it in. There's plenty of outlets around the park. What strange sort of circumstances are you talking about, you with your bibbidi-boo oh, you and your magic blenders? You just go... Witchcraft! Sorcerer! <laughs> you just go him. wait out a blanket, you have a picnic, and sometimes you need a blender. That's it. Remus believes that the blender is essential. <laughs> so they're trying to ban alcohol at a park where essentially everyone's going to go drink anyway. This is almost as weird as the 420 rally is going to have licensed beer vendors, but they're not supposed to be smoking pot. Huh. <laughs> I just, uh, I just don't understand bureaucracy. Gary Busey, Gary Ullman, same thing. <laughs> no, no, never joke about Gary Oldman. So, uh, he will fuck your shit right up. He is a national treasure. So, Nay, an international treasure. I was going to say, he's not a U.S. national treasure. Exactly. He's a treasure of all nations. What what advertisement was he in just recently? Uh, like a Verizon phone or something. And it was like the same group that Gary Busey was in a tra- uh, advertisement for? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Gary Busey, then Gary Oldman. Oh, my God. Gary Busey in Trainspotting 2. Yes. I would watch that. Did you ever read the rest of those novels? I thought they were a bit dry. I saw. Remember, we used to go to the bookstore, and I'd eye the 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 novels. Okay, you've gone from young Michael Caine to old Ozzy Osbourne. Yeah, he, he doesn't even know where he's at. <laughs> Your voice is uh, cracking yeah, me he, up. He's going elsewhere. Give me the fireball. Just give me the fireball. Oh, What's uh, the magic word? Um, now, Atta boy. <laughs> Hold on. In theory, could you edit all of the John Hughes movies together as different movies, just using scenes from each one? Um. I would like to... No. Okay. I challenge accepted. Dream sequence. If you take a uh, clip of one of the characters falling asleep, which one would you put their dream sequence in? I would do them all, then cut to the Johnny Depp scene from Nightmare on Elm Street. (laughs) (laughs) That's fucked. Like, it would just be like each one of them falling asleep, because you know they're all in there, just about. And then all of a sudden it's like Johnny Depp getting ripped to shreds. Aw, but see... Uh, I love John Hughes. I want a, I want a, a TV series of like when Molly Ringwald dreams. What would she dream of? <laughs> what does Molly Ringwald dream of? I met Molly Ringwald. Velvet Elvis. Really? What what was that all about? Two years ago, um, at the Tattered Cover, she was doing a book signing. Oh, cool. She had done kind of a memoir uh, book a few years ago. Um, she was there this time promoting a collection of short stories. And uh, she did a reading from it and did a little book signing afterward. And I wore my T-shirt. I don't know if you guys have seen it. That uh, It has a picture of Mega Man on it, and it says Made in the 80s. Uh. And I wore that because I thought it would be appropriate since I was seeing Molly Ringwald. So I got up to her, and she looks up and, like, she, like, I, they, the staff person, you know, takes your book, you know, with your little name card and right, it, right, slides right. it over to them. And she looks up to greet me as he's sliding the book over to her. And she goes, hi, Howard. I love your t-shirt. And I'm like, oh, you guys, Molly Ringwald just... Somehow I feel good that... Molly just likes my t-shirt. Like, I seriously, it took everything in me not to be like, thank you. I was just like, thank you. 
Thank you. It's very nice to meet you. Like, I had to totally play it cool, and it was very, very difficult. A part of me right now is happy that I never thought would be happy, because I just realized that means Molly Ringwald probably played Mega Man. (laughs) And I'm so cool with that. I am so cool with that. Molly Ringwald as Mega Man. (laughs) (laughs) Molly Ringwald, Mega Man, the movie. Wow. But anyway, um, so she was very, and she's, she's a good writer. Um, she has a very, you know, distinctive voice and, um. Excerpt from the book. And when Emilio said it wasn't mutual, we wandered off into the friscalating twilight. Oh my goodness. (laughs) But yeah, so she's, yeah. And what I like about her is that she was just very down to earth, very real, you know, um, just so laid back, not into the whole, like, you know, Hollywood thing. She just, um, she, you know, poked a lot of fun at herself while she was doing the Q&A part after the reading. And just, she just seemed like somebody, like, I could have just kicked it with. Like, yeah. if, if yeah. She, you know, if she wasn't, you know, Molly Ringwald, if she was just Molly, you know, if she was just some girl I knew, like, she would be so cool to hang out with. Molly on Molly. Oh, my God. Oh, God. <laughs> Don't even. Anyway. Don't even. What are you, 16? No, 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 no. <laughs> But yeah, so she's really groovy, and um, yeah. I, I I love Living by the Tattered Cover just because it, I will sometimes stumble in there and just not realize who the author of the day is, and you get those weird moments. I've met some people I really respect there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, one, one fantasy author I grew up with, I finally met him after God knows how long. It was really cool to, to do that. But one of my favorite days mm. was I, I was in there browsing, and I didn't realize Roseanne Barr was there. <gasps> what? <laughs> and so I'm sitting there like, oh, shit. And I'm, I just had this little moment while I'm standing by the magazine rack, like, why didn't I know this? I am missing a perfect prank right now. Where the fuck is Alex? Where the fuck is Alex? Oh <laughs> Damn. You know, this was at, um, I know you live right by the, the Colfax location. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, this one, the Molly Ringwald one, was was downtown in Lodo. Right. Um, also downtown in Lodo, I have seen Armistead Mopan. I've seen Michael Chabon. I've seen... Um, Neil Gaiman. Mm-hmm. Oh, I haven't seen Neil yet. I want to see Neil still. And um, I both um, I both saw and met Dave Eggers, um, which was a big deal for me. Because yeah, you got a respectable lineup. Because there. Yeah. Heartbreaking Work of Staggering Genius is my favorite book ever, hands down. And when he came around the corner, I was sitting kind of on the um, the aisle. And I don't know if you've been in the Lodo like reading room area yeah, where yeah. they do those. It's, it's not there anymore. There's that. Which is so sad. They closed it down. They've only got the first floor in Lodo now. Oh. Weird. Anyway, side topic. Anyway, but when you would be able to come through that side hallway, yeah. um, like literally here's store, here's that little room, yep. and you would be able to come in that way. I was sitting on the end, and as he came around the corner to go up front for his presentation, because he didn't come in from the front, I guess he thought that would be too... Well, it was such you know, a cool whatever. location because, like, Hillary Clinton was there. Mm-hmm. We, you know, I, I met a couple people there. Um, it was, it's a good spot. I'm going to miss that second floor. But as he came in, I'm going to have to go in there now and, and get my bearings. It's a little That's weird. weird. It's a little weird, yeah. As he comes around the corner, you guys have seen me when my hair is real long. It doesn't get, it doesn't hang. It just kind of gets real thick and wavy in on itself. Mm-hmm. He walks by me, kind of turns back and goes, dude, we have the same hair. <laughs> And we do. And I was just like, oh, my God, Dave Eggers spoke to me. So then, of course, when I got up there and he was signing all of my books, um, you know, he was just like, hey, it's good to see you again. And, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, my God, like, you're so cool. Um, Anyway. 
Okay, here's a, I miss you, Dave. Here's a he's he's wonderful. I I would love to uh, another one that I would love to just pick his brain about like everything. One of the, like I, I met uh, Chuck. I'm going to miss it the last time. Chuck Palniak mm-hmm. uh, down there, and he's a dick. I didn't like him, mm. <laughs> which is too bad because I like his work. But he is yeah, just, he's an asshole. Sometimes that's himself. the way, though. Is yeah. that like uh, you know? I keep wanting, I keep missing Dan Hadler. I want to meet him. Uh, Lemony Snicket. Like he's mm-hmm. always, he always he's always on the list, uh, but I keep missing him too. And and that Forrester dude. Who? Oh, Finding Forrester? <laughs> have you found Forrester yet? I have. Okay, so, Rob, here's your here's your uh, trivia for the night. You ready? Oh, jeez. Is uh, this quote from Busey or Eggers? Oh, <laughs> Busey or Eggers. Game on! My dark side, my shadow, my lower companion is now in the back room blowing up balloons for kids' parties. Eggers. Busey. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Are you, oh. sir, trying to imply that Busey is is a better, you know... Rob, you should have got that. You have the same hair. Okay. As Eggers, not as That's Busey. That's my point. As Eggers, you should have instant Like, the hair transmission should have told you that was not Eggers. Oh. Okay. Number two. It's good for everyone to understand that they are to love their enemies simply because your enemies show you things about yourself you need to change. So in actuality... Enemies are friends in reverse. Eggers? Also Busey. What the fuck? How? Oh, all you've got is the Eggers hair. You don't even have it. No. Why are you looking up Gary Busey quotes anyway? Because the game is Eggers or Busey. I don't want to play anymore. Last you're trying to make you're trying to make Gary Busey more profound than he actually is, and I do not approve of this. Okay, last portable last... chicken does not approve of Gary Busey. <laughs> Gary Eggers. Okay, 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 last one. Winners do what losers don't want to do. Busey. That is correct. Oh, thank God I got one. I went all Busey. Then. Yeah, he was just doing slow pitch softballs at a second there, man. It's like Busey, Busey. 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 <laughs> Shut up. Busey. Uh... Sir Gary Busey. Busey. <laughs> Sir Gary Busey. Oh, Angela Lansbury is a dame now. Cool. The queen made her a dame. I'm so okay with that. You you heard the restarting murder she wrote, right? They, no, they put the they put the kibosh on oh, that. Good. Okay. They were gonna, um, but then um, when da- Dame Lansbury says no, yeah, you you don't do it. No, they were gonna, but the um, there were a bunch of factors. Apparently, apparently, who they were pitching it to, uh, she wasn't really confident in the script, and then of course Angela Lansbury came out against it, and the network kind of balked at it. So and they couldn't get Kristen Stewart. It's probably good that they did because I'm sorry, you just can't do that next up murder she wrote the animated series <laughs> right although one of the funniest images that's ever been put in my brain um because you know sometimes you'll hear really funny stories about like older famous people that you're you kind of have a hard time remembering that they were once young because you've always known them as old you know right, like right. angela lansbury like julie andrews like you know some of those folks oh my god murphy brown was hot you know, right those... she so... was still hot you take that 
So somebody put an image in my head. Now, mind you, I don't know if this would ever actually have taken place or not, but just the very thought of Angela Lansbury doing a keg stand brings such joy to my oh, heart. Because yeah. you know she would do it like a champ. You know keg she would. Keg stands with Angela Lansbury would be awesome, Amazing, dude. right? Absolutely fucking And amazing. apparently Julie Andrews um, swears yeah. like a sailor. Uh, oh my Julie, God. Julie that Andrews, makes me so happy. Julie Andrews is like the total package back in the day, right? No, no, like, no, 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 no. She was my first crush. Yeah? Ever. First yeah. celebrity crush ever. Aww. And to this day, I still get a little chub chub when you say oh, <laughs> The hills are alive. No, 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 no. She was, she was cute then, but yeah. Mary Poppins? But, <laughs> oh. oh, oh. I, 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 sent, uh, I sent Alex a picture. Like It's a gif of uh, like the like the sound of music where she's spinning and she's got an Uzi in each hand. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> just shooting away. Oh, my God. Like Julie Andrews with Uzis. Yeah, Julie Andrews is like, like she, she was like, the best, right? Like, oh my like there's, god! There's nobody you can really kind of put on that same level now. She's positively perfect in every way. Practically perfect Practi- in every way. Practically Don't perfect. Don't correct me, you bitch. <laughs> I can't help it. Hey, he has the same hair as Eggers. Yeah. <laughs> so, and Eggers. he thinks that Gary Busey's. And Molly out. Ringwald likes how I dress. That's right. Molly Ringwald, the prison's Mega Man shirt. He has the same hair as Eggers, and apparently he thinks Gary Busey is profound. Um, no, I reject gonna, that hypothesis. We're going to buy you a T-shirt. <laughs> Oh, I know what I know that I know what we're doing next week. Oh shit, Eggers or Busey? Go on. (laughs) We gotta go in the street. We should we should just make up a quiz and put it online of Eggers or Busey. This is a terrible idea. It's <laughs> a great idea. Because you could take lines from Dave Eggers' books, and I would probably be able to pick up on those. But stuff like that that could have been said conceivably by either of them because they're kind of kind of like oh don't even you know <laughs> nice little aphorisms for your daily life i'm pretty sure that we could take quotes from the negra's book and turn it into a beauty <laughs> oh no you stop that right now oh no is that a challenge i will take it it wasn't <laughs> but apparently now it is also murder she wrote the animated series gary Busey is a talking typewriter <laughs> <laughs> i don't know angela we should go out this week we should get liquored up. You say that every time, Typey. Your fifth cousin's nephew's Typey. We- Your fifth cousin's nephew's wedding is this week. I hope no one dies. <laughs> like, click, click. Angela Lansbury is always like off visiting relatives or like old friendships. <laughs> she had a lot of relatives and old friends to go visit all the time. Like, also, anytime she would go anywhere, someone would die. Like that would you would you would have to think that would take your a toll on you after a while, and you'd just be like fuck it, I'm not going. No, like, you get this invitation and it's like, <laughs> no with regrets. I mean, it was so weird because like, she's like the Agatha Christie uh, type character. You know, she's, she's based off Marple. Right. And and I always thought it was kind of like off kilter because Marple, who's kind of like the, the autobiographical type character for Christie, it was always kind of like going somewhere and just running into this shit where like Poirot was actually waiting for people in cases like it kind of made sense he was going to go see somebody murdered like Marple because was he like, was an inspector I'm just out of town it's fine also, oh Poirot was a bit of sociopath yeah which yeah. makes you wonder about Angela Lansbury yeah, in her he, life he's, he's like the Sherlock Holmes well he's she did play Nellie Lovett in Sweeney Todd just saying well and she also played Marple she also played Nellie Lovett in Sweeney Todd. I'm just saying, the sociopath. Uh, Angela Lansbury was supposed to be in uh, Grand Budapest Hotel. Also, she was going to be the old lady at the beginning. Stop yeah. revealing it. Sorry, but it's mean she was supposed to be in it. But it's Tilda Swinton, though now, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But she was supposed to play it originally, and she. Just, I was going to say, I've got, she, I got that from the trailer. That's not giving anything yeah, away. She, she had a, a scheduling conflict. <clears throat> it's the beginning of the movie. Come on. All right, fine. <laughs> it's in the trailer. Yeah. 
but she's supposed to play that character, which interesting. So she was gonna actually make her debut in an Anderson movie. So oh, that would have made me so happy. And she was supposed to be in Hedwig and the Angry Inch. <laughs> Shut up. The musical. As who? Quite... No, the agent, the one that yeah. drags him along. Yeah, she's hmm. again. All due respect to Dame Angie. A little old for that part. Once again, you fell for Busey! <laughs> Shut <laughs> I hate you so much. Busey! I'm not, I'm, I'm just not talking anymore. Throw I'm him done. in the pit of Busey. I'm done. Down in the pit of Busey, he shall atone for his sins. The Nugent went down there once. Look at how he is now. Whatever, I'm back on board. Sir <laughs> Gary Busey. He's back on board. Oh, Dame Gary Busey. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, everybody, for listening to Shotgun Therapy Podcast at PortableChicken.com. Uh, our theme is a sample of Real For You by Mark Castle, used under Creative Commons. And uh, for the rest of the week, I hope you have a nice weekend. And in the meantime, go read some David Eggers. Go read some Gary Busey. It's just Dave. I mean, David is his given Christian name, but he goes by Dave. You don't even we're know a, the difference between We're Eggers on a first name basis. Shut up. <laughs> You're on the first hair basis. <laughs> I hiss at you like a Komodo dragon ready to strike. <laughs> anyway. Close captions for portable chicken. <laughs> Cumber bitches everywhere. Good night. Off we will sin. I'm not real for you. Who cares? You love it. I don't really need to know what you do. You can look, but try not to covet. It was 1983, the year of our demonic lord, Pac-Man. We had consumed several pills as we crossed the Mexican border. To Tijuana? Nay. To the Baja Peninsula. To rescue what we thought at the time to be renegade penguins held in captivity at the Tijuana Zoo. Back to the Baja Peninsula, we had purchased several ATVs using paper plates as crew drum machines, as we had learned from our good friend, Trent Reznor. Trent was going to join us later in this adventure, but at the time, he was waylaid because of a lack of toothpaste. We had gotten into the zoo when I saw my friend Andy Penguino for the first time. His eyes were like marbles, dead in the inside. I walked up to Andy and I declared, You, sir, are free. And he did look at me, and I at him. He offered me a herring for things, and I took him in the back of my ATV as we joined the Baja 500. Close caps reportable and other provided by Dave Eggers and Gary Busey. Other promotional consideration provided by Otter Pops. <laughs> and Cumber Bitches Everywhere. So wait, how... Okay, I guess I'm reading too much into it, but I'm like, this penguin seems to be capable of a lot. Is he like a a mutant, super-powered penguin? One does not explain these things. It's kind of like a Hunter S. Thompson story with a penguin. <laughs> Got it.